I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Zay's not here and I don't know what I'm doing. And this is Unfeatured Article. Hello and welcome to Unfeatured Articles. Uh, my name is James. I'm joined, of always, as always, by my loving co-hosts, Curtis Lang. Hello, hello. And Riley McNamara. Hello. And uh, yes, as Curtis so eloquently put it uh, in the cold open, <laughs> Zane's not here. We Dad's, are without our righteous podcast father. Dad's not home. I know. Um, we are left to kind of record this by ourselves. Um, I'm in the chair. Yeah. I'm horrified. I'm looking at all the programs. I'm looking behind the scenes of yeah. what Zane usually does. Scary. And uh, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot going on. There's red lines all over the screen. and Well, I trust us to not fuck it up. Yeah. Which might be uh, not the greatest thing to put trust in us for, but I, I think, agree. I think we got this. We're, Zane let us in his home alone. Yeah. Like, well, f- he gave me his keys. Mistake yeah. number one. I know. We live here now. Yeah, this is ours. <laughs> I signed yeah. the lease. Yeah. <laughs> um, we what? are doing a Marvel episode this week. I know. Ooh. So we're all finding weird Marvel-based uh, articles. Articles, articles. Comics. Who knows what. Should be good. I'm very excited. I'd like to do oh, this yeah. one this week, boys. We're doing this in the memory of Stan Lee because he passed yeah. away recently, didn't he? He did. He did yes. No, it's good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so um, who wants to get us off? Riley, uh, do you have a good Marvel uh, uh, article? I do, yeah. So I can kick us off. Please do. Like. Absolutely. All right. So to start off on this uh, Marvel journey yes. that we are about to embark, mm. I am going to take us down to the X-Men. Ooh. Oh, great. Uh, specifically... The uh, the uncanny X Men. Oh, great. Are we going with um everybody's favorite favorite character Wolverine. Wolverine. A Storm. Cyclops. Skin. Uh, okay. Oh yeah. Oh cool. yeah. <laughs> tell us about Skin. Yeah, tell us about Skin. Alrighty. Baby. So Skin. Um, his real name or his his, his human name is yeah. Angelo Espinosa. Okay. Um, he was a former gang member from the East Los Angeles area who faked his own death to leave that part of his life behind. Mm-hmm. He was one of four young mutants, including M, Husk, and Blink, abducted by the Phalanx, who were a techno-organic alien race. Ooh. Oh, my God. Um, Get an alien up in here. Yeah. Rich backstory. Yes. yes plenty in there. Um, so this character. The reason behind the abduction was so that the Phalanx could cover the secret behind their inability to assimilate mutants into their collective. Mm. That doesn't clear anything up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so mutants and mutants weren't able to be because of their genome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Geology. Because of their geology. Sure, Because, why because not? of their rock formation. Because of their yeah, geography. Yeah, yeah. Great. Um, um, yes. Anyway, sorry, keep going wrong. Um, so through their combined efforts and those of Banshee, Emma Frost, Sabretooth, um, all your, you know. Your regular The actual X-Men. All, yeah. All, all the actual bad guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, four young mutants managed to escape their confines, although Blink sacrificed herself by using her powers to destroy the phalanx that had captured them. Oh, man, not Blink. R.I.P. Oh, Blink. Dang it. Thanks. Thanks for that, Blink. <laughs> now, some of you might be wondering, what is Skin's power? Yeah. I am wondering. Okay, so um, I know we're doing a Marvel bit on this one, but uh, everyone, 
What am I talking about? It's the same thing. Um, so Fantastic Four, you know, uh, yeah. Mr. Fantastic. Did you think they were DC for I, a second? For a second. You just angered, <laughs> a, you just angered a lot of nerds, yeah. my friend. Yeah. <laughs> so what, he's got some Oops. Mr. Fantastic um, powers? So or? yeah, so you know- all, stretchy boy. All the good things about Mr. Fantastic, like yeah. super smart, um, elasticity, yeah. uh, all those other things. If you take most of those away, uh. you've got skin. <laughs> He's got skin's powers. Okay, His great. power is just that he's got six extra feet of skin. Oh, so he just has more skin. He just has more skin. He can control it. Uh-huh. He can, like, um, so similar to Mr. Fantastic, yeah. Yeah. Um, he can, like, stretch it out and, like, make it in shapes and shit like sure, that. Sure, yeah. His, yeah. his skeleton doesn't change. Right. His skeleton and his musculature and everything like that stays exactly the same. It is just, just his the skin. skin. So he's always at any time, if he's not using his powers, yeah. he's just got this extra flabby yeah. skin that's just yeah. like on him. There's pictures of him and he looks a bit gross. Ugh, not like, pleasant. And, and he's grey. Like, yeah. He's grey. <laughs> he looks like Beast except without all the fur. Yeah. Yeah. He does have a goatee, though, which is yeah, a choice. I mean, That's badass. He doesn't have to have a goatee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, six like, extra goatees. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, That's like, a power I'd be down for. So, some, some of you, some of the um, you know more learned among you might be saying, well, shouldn't skin be measured in like square feet because it covers an area? Yeah, right? No, they didn't think about so that. He's, he's just got six extra feet of skin. Feet yeah. of skin. Yeah. I assume it means like area, but sure. they don't actually say that. Arctis is weird. And it, yeah, he's, he's a bit weird. Um, anyway, so um, he was, so skin uh, accepted an invitation to enroll in the Massachusetts Academy, which was a school for mutants owned by Emma Frost. Uh, no, so he maybe. didn't quite get into Xavier's no, school of the gifted. No. He wasn't, into, he wasn't gifted. He, he was, didn't go to Harvard, he went to Brown. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm. um, so yeah, Massachusetts Academy uh, owned by Emma Frost. He was a member of Generation X, so he joined up with Cinch and Jubilee and Husk and M. Mm. Um, Jubilee is also such a bad character. Which one's Jubilee? She, um, She's the firework one. That's her power. Yeah. She just makes fireworks? She shoots fireworks. That's funny. And I mean, that's, that's that's arguably better than skin. Yeah. Of all the ones, like, if well, I she, had- She's better in the comics, but in the movies, yeah. just awful. Just well, like, <laughs> if I had any X-Men powers, these would be the least, like, problematic, you know? It's like, I don't have to do anything. I can just make fireworks and just be yeah. fun. It's a fun mutant it's power. It's a fun mutant power. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would definitely like one of the fun mutant powers right? as opposed to, like, the, the toad- yeah, mutant power, or like or the, the the touch and you die, yeah. or whatever that yeah. one is. Yeah, and like skin is such a it it like it's not even not in any way is it a useful or good power. Like no, like, especially we, since like, fucking let's 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 take a trip back in time. Yeah, fucking thousands of years ago, mm, yep, I'm there. We were making armor. Yeah. To protect our, our right. delicate skin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've done every technological advancement has been to preserve our skin we because it's clothes. so weak. We even, we put we even have a saying on. like save our skin save your skin. Yeah. <laughs> we put cotton on because the sun hurts us a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but this dude has just got extra more like, skin. It, it doesn't help him at all. Than the average um, boy. And it didn't. So, <laughs> more skin than the average boy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, apparently um, one of the things that he did, like, um, so there's all this stuff and he was quite like a, a, you know, sad that he was grey and saggy. Um, Sure, as he would be. As As he he would would be. be. As he would be. Um, So, like, they were doing this this 
experiment where he would try and um, so he would like pull his skin in so it wouldn't sag, like yeah. kind of like like a regular human being, like sure. just have it taut around his body. And um, he was trying to control the pigment of melanin in the skin oh. to try and give it a more like human, human color, yeah, like a regular skin color. He was such a shit character yeah. that doing those two things at the same time gave him migraines. <laughs> oh, no. Dude. Oh, poor skin. Really? And his name is Skin. Yeah, that, that's, that's, his, that's, his, that's his mutant name. <laughs> um, anyway, but it didn't all work out very well for Skin. I know, oh, no. Um, I've just read forward a little bit. Yeah. Um, Tell me so, about it. So he was, um, you know, <laughs> was at Massachusetts Academy with the bad guys and they were doing all this stuff. Um and then uh, basically what happened is, um, let me find the bit. Um, Operation Zero Tolerance, Skin and his teammates found themselves transported to his hometown by Glorian, who's presumably another mutant. Sure. Searching for Skin's cousin Gil, they were captured by Skin's ex-girlfriend Torres, who was Oof. a gang leader who wanted to kill him for making her believe he was dead. Oh, he damn. Because he faked his death, Oh, remember? that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, before she got the chance, Prime Sentinels attacked both Generation X and the gang, forcing them into a reluctant temporary truce. Skinner Torres acted as bait. He's fucking bait. That's all he of is. Of course he is. Acted as bait to lead the Sentinels into an ambush. Um, after the Academy closed due to the machinations of Adriana, Adrian Frost, Skin mm. returned to LA with Jubilee in tow. Sometime later, Skin and Jubilee, along with Magma and Bedlam and a handful of other unknown mutants, were found crucified. Oh. On the lawn of the X Mansion. No. Um, this had been done by the Church of Humanity, who is a militant religious anti mutant organization. Um, Archangel, mm. uh, one of his powers is that um, he can, you know, he, his blood has healing properties. So, yeah. he, like, transfers his blood. Um, was able to revive Jubilee Magma, um, but Bedlam and Skin didn't oh, survive. No. Like, did that. Yeah. Wasn't enough. Jubilee Husk and Archangel went to visit Skin's grave after Jubilee had recovered, only to find that the owner of the cemetery was about to dig Angelo up. So Angelo is Skin. Skin, yeah. Um, was about to dig Skin up and remove him because of his status as a mutant. Oh, no. Racist. They argued with him and was like, blah, blah, blah. No, don't do that. Um, they did it anyway, <laughs> and they cremated him. Oh, poor so Skin. He was crucified, Crucif- buried, <laughs> dug up, and cremated. Oh, what a life. What a death. This dude. Poor guy. Poor yeah, skin. Like, of all. <laughs> One of the best things about the X-Men is their real life um, kind of inspirations, uh, inspirations from um, minority groups. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, a lot of uh, lot of LGBTQI um, people really identify with. Yeah. Oh, with definitely. The, um, I've, I've, um, I've experienced it. Yeah. Being that, outcast. Uh, because and being, being outcast and all stuff and prejudice. Yeah. And. Yeah. and yeah. Now we don't want to discredit that here on the podcast. No. No, but skin's still like it's, it's, we love we love mutants and we love you skin, but yeah. like but get a better power. Uh, you you got dealt a bad hand. <laughs> you got dealt yeah. a bad hand. You got dealt yeah. a bad hand. We're sorry. Poor skin. Uh can I tell All you right. about my guy? Please. Please. My girl, I should say. Oh. <laughs> Jinx, buy me a coke. Uh I want to talk about Bessie. Bet. Otherwise known as Hell Cow. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, what? Yes. Good. So, uh, Bessie Hellcow is essentially a werewolf. Uh, sorry, a vampire cow. Uh, her origins are as such. At some point in the ni- at some point in the nineteen seventies, uh, the vampire known as Dracula found himself starved and flying desperately around rural farmlands of Switzerland. 
all of the local homeowners boarded up their homes for the evening uh, and the vampire had no means of satisfying his vampiric thirst. Uh, He came upon the fields of a farmer named Hans and attacked his prized cow, Bessie. He drank all of the animal's blood, left it for dead. Um, The following morning, Hans discovered Bessie's blood-drained corpse and buried the remains. He even fashioned a personalized tombstone marking the spot where Bessie had died. Oh, that's nice. Three nights later, however... oh. Bessie rose from the earth as one of the undead. Oh, no. She began prowling the countryside, searching for the strange being responsible for her condition, a search that would continue for the next 300 years. Immortal cow. Immortal cow. cow. Such as the origins of Hell Cow. Uh, we, next, we first kind of see Hell Cow uh, in an issue of Howard the Duck. Uh, Fuck Howard the Duck, man. I love Howard the Duck. No, no, you I don't, don't. Actually, I don't know too much about Howard the Duck. but We don't have time to go into Howard the Duck today. Fair enough. But, that's, a, um, that's a whole other. He's good enough whole. for Spielberg to give him a movie, or whoever did the Howard the Duck. Yeah, movie. and it was a terrible movie. Yeah, there was duck titties in it. There were du- there were duck yeah. titties in it. Oh man, uh, we'll do a Howard the Duck special next. Yeah. Time. Um. So what happened was, uh, he Howard the Duck was you know an ambitious adventurer, wanted to prove his worth, uh, wanted to establish a reputation. So he wanted to kind of impress the police in Cleveland by capturing this mysterious farm stalker that was going around. Uh, so he masqueraded as a human. He was going around and then Hellcow swooped down and attacked him. But uh, Howard kept her at bay with a push broom. Spinning back around, her hef- the heifer rammed Howard in the buttocks, sending him crashing through the window of Ray's auto shop. Oh, not Ray's auto shop. I know. A staple Ooh, of the yeah, Marvel autos. universe. Poor Ray. Poor Ray. She leapt into the building to finish him off, but Howard managed to find a log, re- a log wrench in the shape of a crucifix. Uh, basically, he put uh, that brought him enough time to find a hammer and stake, um, which he kind of killed Bessie with. However, he did not uh, chop off the head of Hel- Hellcow. Oh, no. So Hellcow lived. Oh, Hellcow lived. Despite being Rank stabbed and buried, amateur. it was later revealed that Hellcow was not actually dead since her head was never removed afterwards. After her body was exhumed by the mad scientist Dr. Kilgore, he locked her in a silver cage and began drinking her vampiric milk as a uh, panacea for his tuberculosis. Yummy. Yummy. Hoping it would gain him immortality. I didn't like any of the words in that sentence. Yeah, nah. So a guy uh, drank some vampire cow milk to try and get immortality. However, the effects began to wane over time and what Dr. Kilgore decided to do instead was catch Deadpool an attempt to reverse engineer his healing factor. Um, Mm. Essentially, after that, uh, Deadpool and Hellcow escaped. Um, They left the building. They left Dr. Kilgore, escaped on their own, and Bessie later became a member of Deadpool's weapons of mass destruction fencing group, Deadpool Inc., where she later assisted the group's theft of shield weaponry from aboard the shield helicarrier. Hellcow is all right. Like... I read Hellcow as a character. Yeah. I think we need a movie about Hellcow. I think so. Um, her stats. She's got stats here oh, yeah, on the Marvel, oh, yeah. on the Marvel Wiki. Um, her intelligence is a two. Uh, her strength and durability are both four. Uh, speed of three. But uh, energy, proje- energy projection and fighting skills are both at a one. Uh, uh, she, of course, has her fangs as a power, her immortality, her vampirism, her flight, and her shape-shifting. Uh, she can... She could enti- transform her entire body into a fine mist, which enabled her to avoid physical attacks. Into a fine mist. Yeah, you know, mm. uh, like a like a like a, a vampire. Like a vampire. Yes. 
she was actually referenced in Agents of Shield in really? episode five of season two. Uh, she got a brief a brief mention. A hen in the wolf house. That yeah, that's the episode. Um, what it's called? So she's you know a bit famous, I'd say. Yes. Um, and that's Hellcow. That's Bessie. What have you got? What Mr. have I Mike? got? Yes, boys. I'm going to talk to you about what I think is genuinely one of the best characters in the M- MC um, universe. Yep. No, not the MC universe. That's the cinematic. That's the cinematic one. Yeah. In the comics, just the, the whole universe. comics. We've yeah. angled. We've angled. Angered a lot of people this evening. Yeah, yeah. man. I nah, should be right. Uh, Doreen, Doreen Green, okay, aka Squirrel Girl. Yay! Oh, I, I love Squirrel, Squirrel Girl. Girl. I love Squirrel Girl. So Go good. So Doreen Green was born to uh, Dorian and Maureen Green. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of brain cells yeah, were no, used on the names the there, were kept they? Kept it consistent. She suffered a modification in her genes for unknown reasons that created her squirrel-like abilities, which manifested predominantly in the form of a prehensile tail. When her parents consulted with a doctor, it was determined that Doreen wasn't a mutant, even though she believed she was for a long time. Hmm. So she wasn't a, she wasn't a mutant. She thought she was a mutant. But she had a modification in her genes. Ah, uh. But isn't that technically a mutation? Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, anyway, I think she's not a mutant in the traditional sense in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she was 10 years old, Doreen discovered she could communicate with squirrels after overhearing one of these rodents in her window. She was subsequently saved this squirrel from being chased by a dog, and they became friends. Ah, the Aww. squirrel, who identified himself as Monkey Joe, cool. encouraged okay. Doreen to use her abilities to help people. And ever since then, Doreen began to fantasize about becoming a superhero and came up with the alias of the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Nice. Yeah. Um, so she's, she's had a big old life. She's had a, she's, she had a lot of things. She's, um, she encountered, uh, in her first adventure, she encountered Iron Man. Oh, uh, When she was 14. What a way it, to kick off. Raise yeah, the stakes. Uh, in a forest and hoped to impress the veteran hero, wishing him to take her under his wing as his oh. sidekick. Unimpressed by Squirrel Girl. Fair. <laughs> Look, don't read a book by his cover. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Iron Man did politely decline. However, suddenly the duo was attacked by Dr. Doom in a large aircraft. Doom captured and subdued Iron Man and began to fly out over the ocean where he planned to dispose of Iron Man's body once he killed him. Oh, damn. I know, not Iron Man, right? Not Iron not, Man. Not, not Robert Downey June. Yes. Um, under, underestimating her, Doom left Squirrel Girl to her own devices. She devised a plan and used her ability to communicate with squirrels through an open door as the ship passed over the forest. Hundreds of squirrels answered her call and flooded Doom's ship, chewing through the wires and swamping the evil dictator with their furry bodies. (laughs) Iron Man was freed. They emerged victoriously and the two heroes parted separate ways, respecting each other. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad. The second superhero Squirrel Girl assisted was the Hulk, and this is Bananas, who landed unconscious one day next to his treehouse in the middle of a fight against the Abomination. A concussion had blinded the Hulk, so he he reluctantly accepted Squirrel Girl's help. <laughs> After swarming Abomination with squirrels, Doreen directed Hulk how to move to land punches and dodge attacks until the villain was knocked out. That's so fun. So she held him this uh, this giant thing down with a bunch of squirrels. <laughs> Abomination, who was like one of the biggest things in the Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. insane. Defeated by squirrels. Yeah. Uh, she did um, have a run-in with the uh, Avengers. She saved the Great Lakes Avengers. Huh. Who were there. So in the comics, the Avengers aren't quite as simple mm. as the uh, as they are in the movies. There's a whole bunch of them. Yes. A whole bunch of different little offshoot groups and different versions. Um, but yeah, she ended she kind of became a hero in her own right. And she's got this, like, she's got a really well-received comic book series that is, con- that is continuous yeah. to this day. Yeah. Um, and Anna Kendrick, 
has been like, I'd like to play her place. Oh, Which yes. would be so Anna good. Kendrick would be perfect. Would She'd be, be excellent. Good. Everyone's favorite Anna Kendrick. But yeah, that's um, that's just a little tidbit on Squirrel Girl. There, there's a, there's a lot more on the article, but I don't really have time to get into all of it. Did you see? Um, I saw like a thing from it, and I'm reading the article now, and it's yeah. it's true. She beat Thanos. What? Yeah. Where? Um, there's okay. So I'm trying to find Supergirl and Tippy Toe managed to individually defeat Moda, Therax, and Thanos. Yeah. Uatau, the Earth's Watcher, was on hand to confirm that Han- Thanos she that the, the Thanos she defeated was the real thing, yeah. and not a clone or copy of any kind. Yeah. If Squirrel Girl <laughs> comes in in Avengers Four, or and is the one who like beats everyone, yes, and then like it no, it's no longer the Marvel Cinematic Universe; it's just the Squirrel Girl Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Anna I'd- Kendrick shows up and just yeah, wrecks shit. Up. I would be so on board for that. It just becomes pitch perfect. Um, <laughs> it says in one of her uh, abilities is unlosability. Uh, Squirrel Girl has the ability to never lose a fight so long as she believes she can win the battle. This has been demonstrated <laughs> against powerful villains such as Doctor Doom and Thanos. She, however, has been known to lose in some cases, uh, such as an infected Luke Cage actually killed her in one continuity of Marvel history. There you go. This is most likely being due to her being caught off guard or afraid of the unknown. Uh, unlosability, except when she loses. Except when she loses. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, I like love Stoop. Yeah, some of the some some of the some bits of all these articles are like really well curated, and then some yeah. are just not. <laughs> all um, right. Well, that's our three from the that Marvel is Universe. Our three. Do a you have a game pick. for us today, James? I do. Okay. So, in the Marvel Wiki, uh, there is a list. There are many lists. One many of the lists, lists. Uh, is called uh, "Characters Killed by Wolverine." Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is a big list. Yeah, it is a, a lot of them. 271 strong list. My god. And it covers all the people killed from all the different continuities and all yeah. the different uh, multiverses, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um my question to you boys for this game will be how many of a particular character has Wolverine killed? Okay. So how many versions? How many versions of a character? Cuz there has are different been there there's a multi there, the multiverse yeah, throughout, throughout in, the in multiverse. Marvel right. kind of thing. Uh how many times has Wolverine is the first one. Yeah. How many times has Wolverine killed Jean Grey? Ooh. I'm going to go ahead and say... At least once. Well, how many times have they retold the Dark Phoenix saga? Mm. That is one that they continuously... It's about to be another time. Yeah, with they're about to do a movie of it. With fucking Sansa so I'm going to go ahead and say... But like then like there's certain things that like bleed over into other continuities. Yeah. Like It didn't happen exactly the way, but like the big beats mm. happen. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say like six or seven. Okay. How about you, Riles? Riles? Um... I don't. I'm gonna say four. It is four. Oh, uh, there Wolverine you go. has killed four Jean Greys uh, of Earth ten thousand five, Earth thirty nine thousand two hundred fifty nine, Earth six one six, and Earth eighty four forty nine. Earth six one six is the main one. That's the sure. prime. Yeah, that's prime Earth. Yeah. Okay. How many times has I should have curated this first? Anyway, how many times has Wolverine killed Bruce Banner? Oh, uh, nine. Riley. Riley, come on, mate. Um, Let it take over in your brain, son. Six. It is five. 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 Fair enough. Five Bruce Banners. Uh, how many Charles Xavier's? Oh, two. Yeah, two. Two. Yeah, two Charles Xavier's. Boys. Uh, and then what was my last one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, this one's gonna be a little bit to find. That's right. We'll vamp. Hang yeah, go ahead, vamp, guys. Vamp. Um, so Vampire I, weekend. I, I pulled up. Um. Because I didn't, I didn't see that power grid before, but I pulled up skins and his power yeah. grid is intelligence, strength, and speed is two. 
His durability is three, which I think is bullshit. His energy projection is one, and his fighting skills are three. <laughs> Not great. I would say his fighting skills come from his gang Squirrel, days. Squirrel girls, uh, her intelligence is three. Her strength is four. Her speed is and durability are three. Energy projection is one. Fighting skills are four. What? Oh, nice. Squirrel girls. Man, she can, skin she can is kick useless. It. Yeah. Um, good vamping, guys. Speaking of vamping, how many times? Or speaking, uh, let's talk about the best vamp of them all. How many times has Wolverine killed Dracula? Uh, how many times has Wolverine killed Vlad Dracula? Uh, Twenty-two. Yeah, got to be double digits, at least fifteen. <laughs> at least fifteen. It's a lot of Draculas, guys. Lot of Draculas I'm going to say it's it's. Yeah, I'll tell you right up. It's way too many Draculas. Uh, Wolverine has killed two Draculas: uh, the Prime Dracula of Earth six one six and the Dracula of Earth nine one four zero. Lovely. We were close. Um, close, almost there, guys. Almost close. Um, I just like to read a quick fact, really quickly, about Squirrel Girl again, please. Uh, that I missed out. So her in her powers and ability section, uh, her prehensile tail. Squirrel Girl has a bushy, three foot long, semi prehensile tail that she can use to cover her opponent's eyes or wrap around herself for warmth. When in her civilian identity, she tucks it into her pants, passing off the extra bulb as having a conspicuously awesome butt. Ha! That's Love great. It. That is so good. All right, well, that's about do it. Uh, ugh, words. That'll words, about do it words, for us, folks. Words. Uh, thank you so much for listening in. Uh, thank you for listening to our Marvel episode. If you have some cool Marvel characters you want us to talk about or you want to show us, um, just send them on through to our socials. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah. Uh, we're on Facebook, Unfeatured Articles, uh, Instagram, Unfeatured Articles, and Twitter, Unfeatured Pod. Um, do you guys have anything you want to plug? If you'd like to send us an email, get us up to date on any uh, maybe. Uh, wikis that you'd like us to do yeah. or tell us some thoughts about what you might like season two to be, please send it through to unfeaturedarticles at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or again, you can contact us on any of our socials. Um, just get in touch. Just get in it. touch. Yeah. We yeah. want to know that people we got a couple. More, yeah, absolutely. We've got a couple more episodes before uh, before the end of the end year. Of the, yeah. um, and then we'll probably jump into uh, our regularly scheduled program yeah. sometime in the beginning of next year. Saison two. Saison two. I think there's a lot we can learn from this period of just like having fun with yeah, stuff yeah. And, and we can start to incorporate that into more season well, two uh, stuff. Yeah. We've got some serious episodes coming up. Of course. Yeah. Um, some real Very, dramas. Some real yeah. drama. Uh, drama. One of us dies. Episode. One of us dies. Who that is the character arc. Who's going to... Um, anyway, our theme song <laughs> is Purgatorian Friends uh, by Kevin MacLeod. Uh that, that'll about do it for us. Thank yeah. you. And Thank you uh, for bearing with me as I uh, am roping the recording software. Yeah. Let, we'll uh, have Zane back next episode. Let, so. let us know how he goes. Um, but thank you so much for listening. And until uh, next time, browse responsibly. Oh, I forgot to. Okay, so you find yourself in a rustic tavern. It's lit by a fire and a half and a grumpy looking bartender. And uh, I will to crime. What? I will to crime. Oh, crime. I'm proficient. I assist. Sweet. I will to crime with advantage. Okay, all right. What crime exactly are you committing? Uh, to steal the hearts of everyone listening to us right now. No, I take it back. <laughs> Laura Disorder is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast where the worst kind of people team up to rid the world of slightly more worse people. <laughs> it's a whole thing. We're not the worst. Follow us on iTunes or on your podcatcher of choice. Find us online at that'snotcanonproductions.com or find Law and Disorder on Facebook and Twitter. And now, on with the game. A That's Not Canon Productions podcast.